What the hell? Trinder yelped. The dark-suited spook flinched, too, although whether at the sound of the gun landing on the concrete or at the sight of Dave disappearing and then reappearing in the literal blink of an eye, he could not say. The agents flanking Trinder reflexively dropped into a shooter's stance, each reaching for their weapon. Dave knew them from Las Vegas, Como, and the woman called Madigan. They both realized what had happened at the same time, and he saw the uncertainty in their eyes. They had seen him do this before. The man, Como, was the first to lower his gun. Madigan followed only when Trinder gave her permission to stand down. Sorry, said Dave, nodding toward the pistol he'd dropped on the floor. Told you I'm not great with guns. An uncle tried to teach me when he was sober, which wasn't often. He did show me how to turn it off, though, and take the bullets out. Trinder, not really hiding his disgust, was about to speak when the rumble and crash from the half-destroyed consulate building rolled over them. Probably a supporting wall or another part of the second floor collapsing. The sound of smashing glass arrived as a tinkling counterpoint to the deep bass notes of his demolition work. Trinder looked more shocked than he had when Dave performed his little magic trick of popping into and out of the world. A cell phone buzzed, and Trinder took a Blackberry from his pocket. He looked at the screen, not really paying attention. He turned it off. His eyes, bloodshot and a little jaundiced now that Dave looked, darted up toward the street. What the hell did you do out there? he asked. He sounded almost fearful. Yeah, about that, Dave said. The whole sneaking into the embassy thing didn't go so well. Agent Como took a few tentative steps toward the garage ramp, his knees bent and his shoulders bowed, as though he expected this building to fall in on top of them, too. I think the Russians are going to need another consulate, Como said, when he was able to see something of what had happened up on East 91st Street. Trinder looked as though he had been polaxed, and Dave even felt a little sorry for him. He himself was still coming to terms with everything that had happened, and he'd at least had some time to get used to the idea. Enough time to sneak into the consulate, explore the building, track down Karen Warat, and destroy a couple of rooms, the better part of a whole floor, really, fighting her at warp speed. Enough time to all but get his ass handed to him before Lucille saved that same worthless ass. And how she'd managed that, he still couldn't say. Time enough to get beaten to a broken and bloody pulp, to recover, to fight to a dishonorable draw, and then to cut a deal with Warat or Varachevsky or whatever her name was, and to return here to the garage under the Office of Special Clearances and Records. Or under a building these guys leased at any rate, he doubted this was Trinder's actual Death Star. Dave had done all that in the space between two of Agent Trinder's heartbeats, but for Hooper it had taken nearly three-quarters of an hour. Nothing had changed in the basement garage. Trinder and his goons hadn't moved, except for a step or two backward in surprise at Dave's magic act. 
The same cars, mostly black SUVs, were still parked in the same slots. The elevator doors were closed, the car still up on the fourth floor where Oscar had offices. But outside on the street all was violent disorder, screams, honking horns, the muted thunder of the Russian consulate imploding. It had to be messing with Trinder's head, had to be messing with all of them.